0: Hey guys, it's Leah Buckles from Prestige Veteran Medical Consulting. I'm a U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant, and former compensation and pension examiner. So I want to come on today and discuss 50% ratings for sleep apnea. And what does that mean? Right? So remember that Ratings are always subject to change, but right now I'm gonna talk about what it what ratings currently show. I know there's been a lot of talk about this one being proposed for change um, specifically over the past year or so, um, everybody's been kind of talking about it, but as of the time of this recording, that nothing has changed. So let's just jump into it. So there's several kinds of sleep apnea out there. There's obstructive sleep apnea, central sleep apnea, and there can be a mixed type where you can show both um, you can exhibit symptoms of both. We have a bunch of videos, ton of videos on sleep apnea, um, what it can be connected to, primary, secondary, specifics about obstructive, specifics about central. So please go check those out if you have questions about you know, how obstructive sleep apnea specifically can be related to a myriad of conditions, allergic rhinitis, uh, PTSD, weight gain. Um, we've got one about central sleep apnea and tbi so check those out if you haven't seen them already Um, what happens in a cmp exam also for sleep apnea that's a really um, great video i think a lot of people enjoy because that's a pretty common cmp exam people are going for that are uh, obviously filing claims so obstructive sleep apnea and central sleep apnea mixed sleep apnea so let's talk about those rating percentages so it's under you can you can look this up in the 38 Code of Federal Regulation. It is assigned a rating of zero, thirty, fifty, or a hundred percent. I very rarely have seen people rated a hundred percent. I think maybe a couple of times, right? And we'll get into what that criteria is. Likewise, I really don't very often see, most everybody I see is rated 50% for this. Have I seen zero and 30%? Yes, there are specific reasons why I've seen 0% and, and some of it is kind of funky, especially when it's um, you know, on aggravation cases, but I'm not gonna get into that today. So mostly I see people either 50% or on occasion 30%, and that's something I wanna key in on today. So the 0% rating is the veteran has a documented sleep disorder, um, but they're asymptomatic, okay? There's also conditions that are rated analogously to sleep apnea on that same rating scale, but I don't want to get into those either. And we see more of those, uh, like hypersomnolence and things like that, at the 0% level. 30%, the the person is experiencing daytime hypersomnolence, which is like daytime sleepiness, um, and... It's not getting improved with sufficient sleep. Okay, that's 30%. 50% is the use of a breathing device, right? That's CPAP, right? Or a mouth guard or another type of breathing device that's helping um, control the symptoms. And then the 100% level is that the veteran has chronic respiratory failure with carbon dioxide retention, requires a tracheostomy, or has core pulmonol, which is um, a dysfunction in the heart and enlargement of the right side of the heart due to um a respiratory condition. So the biggest one I see is that 30 to 50% rating jump. That's where people get stuck a lot of times because they they either don't have a breathing device, like they don't have a C machine, or sometimes I see raters say that they don't um sorry, that they don't require the use of one. So having one and requiring the use of one sometimes i see people really splitting hairs over that when i when i read rating decision letters so you know it's it's tough because sometimes you're a polysomnogram you could have a really really bad case of sleep apnea and it's like medically necessary for you to really use that cpap sometimes people with very minimal sleep apnea their doctor may say well you may benefit from a trial of cpap so that's where it gets into that really in the weeds like does the rating official or does whoever reviewing your case the examiner or whoever believe that you require the use of a cpap device so i see that being a sticking point sometimes not very often but i do um again that's something you want to bring up with a legal professional as well especially if you're one of those people in that boat Um, Because, you know, I'm not a legal professional, I think I already said that, so you want to make sure you follow up with a credit claims agent, BSO, or an attorney, Um, and if you don't know where to find one, I've got another video out here that shows you, you know, you can go to va.gov and there's a search tool where you can find an accredited legal representative to to assist you with the administrative side of the house, right? So on that DBQ, there's going to be a check block for does the person, you know, need a a breathing assistive device like a CPAP or whatever. So that block being checked is generally what's going to help determine what that rating is, okay, if you get service connected for it. So short and sweet, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, Again, that CPAP device or that breathing device is that key for that 30 to 50% rating most of the time from what I see. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's video, and I will talk to you all soon. Thank you.